Hi, everyone. This is Michelle via piano. Welcome to Invisible Scars, episode three. Right now, I decided to take a little bit of a break from the topic of emotional and verbal abuse because I feel it's important to discuss the pandemic that we're facing right now um, in our country and around the world. It's March 28th, 2020, and we are all facing challenges that we never expected by this COVID-19 virus. So I decided today that I would talk to some young people in my world that are being impacted by this and to see what type of scars this may be leaving on their lives. So today I have my nine-year-old daughter, Marissa Via Piano, my 20-year-old daughter, Jordan Smith, and Trish, are you 18 yet? No, I'm 17. Okay. My soon-to-be 18-year-old goddaughter, uh, Patricia Orlandoni. So we're, we're all family and um, they're all at different stages in their lives. And I thought it might be impactful to hear some of their sides. So Marissa, I want to start with you, honey. Okay. So we've been, you've been out of school now for two weeks. Yes. Monday, Monday starts the third week of homeschooling. Yep. So can you tell me and, and, or can you just tell us like how that makes you feel? What are your thoughts? What's going through that cute little head of yours? Um, I feel like it is harder to work because we don't get a lot of information to help us with certain things that we're doing. And I feel like the hardest thing that I'm doing right now is it's just weird not being at school with my friends and I wish I was on Monday but I can't because it's for safety and we have to stay safe and when we're doing this it's not because they want us to not go to school it's because they want us to be safe and healthy okay so you are in what grade? Fourth. Fourth grade. And when you're not in school, you dance, right? You're a competitive yeah. dancer. Mm-hmm. So um, you would have already had this as of this weekend, you would have had two dance competitions. Yeah. And what's happened to those dance competitions? They got canceled because of the sickness that is going mm-hmm. around. So it was actually hard for me to think that I can't be doing a competition because I wish I could have done those because dancing is what makes me really happy. Okay. And this year was going to be your first solo. Yeah. And even if I can't compete, do it. Even if I can't compete it, I'll still be happy that I can do a solo. Okay. What do you miss the most about school? I miss seeing my teacher the most because she means a lot to me, and she is one of the best teachers I have ever had. Okay. And you've had her for how many years? You had her for half of first grade, right? Uh Most of first grade, second Second grade, grade, and and now fourth. And now fourth grade. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, and, and our situation is unique because one of, um, a really good friend of mine is, um, she works HR in the medical field and her job is essential. And she's a single mom and she's working from home. And we have, for the last two weeks, have um, been homeschooling her, her daughter who's in third grade. So, um, Marissa, how do you feel at least about being able to see Jenna? I feel at least happy because at least I have someone like a friend who's here instead of me just being alone. And I mean, it takes me back to when I was at school. So doing things that make me feel comfortable is 
what I like the most about what how things are going right now. Okay. All right. Marissa, don't hang up yet because I, I have some more questions for you. But okay. um so Patricia, I wanna I wanna yes. talk to you because <clears throat> you are a senior in high school. Yes. And this is supposed to be one of the most amazing years for you and 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 you are a big sports person you're an athlete you are mm -hmm. so popular and busy in your school and I was wondering if you could talk to us about the challenges that you're facing or, or what you're dealing with right now as a graduating senior yeah well <clears throat> I'm lucky because my basketball season ended the Tuesday before we got out of school so I didn't really miss out on a lot of sports, but I know a lot of my friends who have um, missed out on their entire seasons. And it's really sad because this is something that we've been looking forward to since like we were born, basically. Like it's one of the most like um, exciting times like to be in school and stuff. And we're now missing out on prom and like our graduation. And it's just kind of like hard to think about um, because we didn't expect this to happen at all. Like it's crazy, but I mean, it's like all like taken away from us now. And I just like kind of feel like it's bittersweet because now like maybe it's like less hard to say goodbye to everyone because we would have, we didn't know it was our last day in school, you know? So how, how do you feel about that? It's like, so you haven't seen your friends now for a couple of weeks. No. And what have you, have you, like, I know that you're older and you can FaceTime and you can talk on Instagram where we usually chat and stuff, but how have, how have you been staying in touch with your friends or, or communicating and dealing um, with this? Well, we're all kind of like, um, talking in like group chats if we're in classes together stuff mm -hmm. or like, we'll be like talking through messages. Like it's mostly based around school which is why we talk. We don't like, there's nothing much else to really talk about because this is kind of like taking over our entire lives. Right. So we kind of just talk about um, school, like online school, which is really hard because our teachers are assigning us like 10 times more work than we normally have in school. Do you have in these in these online classes that you're doing? Do you have any um, interaction with your teachers, or is it just you're just like doing the work online? Um, we can email them from a certain time um, to like like seven thirty to twelve thirty. They're online, but normally, like they just post an assignment and we have to finish it by the end of the night. We don't really get to like talk to them or like see them or like they don't explain anything in person like they kind of just write down the directions and we have to do it okay and you know I reached out to you the other day because I'm struggling with math with Marissa and mm -hmm. there's such little guidance normally when when the kids are in class they're given instruction on how to process through these things and work through them and Marissa's been fighting with me about I don't know how to do the math and you spent a good hour with her, but you know, we're fortunate and that, that you're able to do that. But you know, what if there's stuff that you don't understand right now? And I know that you're in a lot of Excel accelerated classes and AP and all the other stuff we were talking about, but yeah, how are you handling? Like if you do have questions or, you know, as you're preparing for college, you know, yeah. Um, there are a lot of classes that I'm struggling with and most of them, like it's hard for a teacher to explain them over email. So normally, like if I am struggling a lot, like I'll ask my friends and see if they like understand how to do it. And then we'll kind of like FaceTime and do it together. But a lot of times, like the whole class is in the same boat and we have no idea what's going on. So I've been looking up YouTube videos. I don't know if they're helping me, but I get the homework done with them. And I kind of just watch them and try to understand, but it's hard to do it by myself, you know? Mm -hmm. I, I can't even imagine. And so let's just touch a little bit now on college because yeah. you 
are in the process of, you know, going to college and, and what are you missing out on right now with that? Uh, yeah. Process? Because I've never been dead set on a college. Like I've been jumbling around between like three or four ever since like I started applying. So now that like, our accepted students days are all canceled. We can't go visit the campus because all the colleges are shut down for the year. So um, okay. they're doing like virtual stuff, but like it's hard. It's harder for me to make my decision because I have to commit soon. And I think they pushed right. de- they pushed it back. They pushed back like the committing day, but I want to get it out of the way because it's kind of like hanging over my head. So I okay. kind of just have to like, because it's hard because I can't, like I can talk to people about it, but like it's like different from actually going to the campus and like seeing if I could see myself there. So um, I'm pretty sure I know what college I want to commit to, but I want to like um, go there in person, and I can't. So okay, it's like hard to make my decision. So all right, so let's let's switch to Jordan, um, my 20 year old daughter. Uh, Jordan, you're a sophomore in college. So can you imagine, can you imagine having to pick your college and not have been able to go to the, you know, those orientation days or whatever they call them these days where you can, you know, get a tour of the school and talk to people. What do you think? How do you think that would have impacted you? Um, I think it would have had like a huge impact on me because when I was a senior in high school two years ago, I didn't really get to have that full experience of going to all those days. I don't know if you remember, but I was so busy with my Mm -hmm. sport, which is all year round. And all those, I was a competitive dancer. And when it comes time to like this time, springtime, that's when all the competitions are and then that's when all the acceptance students day um is and all the tours and everything and I remember feeling so left out because I was seeing everything online saying oh I went to William Patterson that's where I go now and Mm -hmm. I kind of felt rushed when I was making my decision because it came down to May 1st which I think is the deadline and I chose William Patterson and I remember like the first couple weeks or even maybe the first semester of my freshman year, I didn't feel like I fit in at the college and I kind of was regretting it because I don't feel like I had every chance to go and make my decision because Mm -hmm. I couldn't say, Oh, I can't go to a competition. Sorry. I have to go tour my school. I couldn't do that. Um, That was a a choice that you made because you chose to dance. Yeah. So I'm, Right. So you kind of made that choice. But right now I'm saying now, like I know social media is such a huge thing with everything going on. Mm -hmm. And I think if it was up to me and if I was in Trisha's boat and I was a senior in high school and it was around this time, I would be stressed out and going crazy. But I know a lot of people are saying on Twitter and everything like that is to look at the way colleges handle this situation. And which I think is like a good tool to use because oh, you some mean colleges, to make your decision. Yeah. Okay. And they, they, there was a whole thread going on and people were posting what their schools did, um, school meaning universities and colleges, um, during this time. And I, even though I feel like it was so short notice, I feel that some schools didn't handle it better than other schools did. So if I was a senior, I would just look up all the stuff that all the universities have done when it came to handling this situation. And then I would have also based my decision on that. And I would do all the virtual things that they, the schools provided me with. Okay. So Trisha, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I like that idea actually, because like I've never thought about that schools are handling it differently than others. Like, cause mm-hmm. I'm kind of leaning towards one school. Right. I'm leaning towards TCNJ, but mm-hmm. like, and I think they handled it really well. Like they're providing us a lot of stuff to like go over and uh-huh. like do like a virtual tour and stuff. And like I'm on their Facebook wall and there's a lot of like ambassadors that are reaching mm-hmm. out to us. So like maybe I can like look into like how they're 
handling everything and like base my decision off of that versus my other two schools. Okay. That's actually a really cool idea because I, I didn't even think of that, but of course I'm not in that position where I'm looking for a college, but um, as the general manager of a hotel, you know, we're trying, our hotels are empty. We've, we've had to let go of so many people and we're trying to think of every way possible to get people in there. And it's, it's not just to make money. It's, it's really to help people. So um, as people are making choices now as to where they're going to stay, um, it's important that you that we are doing, you know, the right thing and what's best and communicating to our, you know, to our um, community about our mm-hmm. hotel. And I've reached out to the mayor of um, the city of Englewood. And I said, listen, I'm here for you. If you need anything, if you need a meeting room, because nobody's in my hotel, he can still be, you know, safe and away from people. But if he needs to meet with the police chief, he has a place to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he was so grateful for that. So I think it's a good idea, Jordan, to kind of look at what the um, colleges are doing to handle this. So, um, all right. So let me ask you, let's, Marissa, are you still there, honey? Yeah. Okay. So before you were, before all of this happened a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. what was it like? Um, with you going to school and aftercare and mommy and daddy being at work all the time, um, what's different or is there anything that we're doing now that you like more than the way it was happening a couple of weeks ago before all of this? Um, I think that now um, I have more time to spend with my family than I am at school. But I love being with my family because it makes me more comfortable and happy. And sit, and since I'm home, like you come home sometimes to just do work here because you have to mm-hmm. for your job. And I feel it's actually kind of easier doing it at home but the real trouble I'm having is with math and we're working through that together mm-hmm. so and I have a test on Monday so we had to try to get the math done before mm-hmm. I have to do my test because I can't just don't I can't just not do math and then just expect me to get the math test for a hundred percent because that's not how it goes. You have to actually work hard for it and study and do a lot of thinking for math because you'll always need math in life and it's really kind of important because no matter what you're doing, you're kind of going to need it. Okay. All the time. So, well, we'll get through math when we're done with this. Um, yeah. Trisha, so yes. you, um, your dad is a doctor. Yes. And how has this impacted your family environment or regular schedules, routines and stuff? Um. So normally, because my parents are divorced, so... I would go to every other day schedules where I would be at my mom's house and my dad's house. But mm-hmm. um, since my dad is a doctor, he kind of has to self-quarantine himself. So I had to live with my mom during the whole quarantine. So it kind of threw me off my schedule because it's weird being in the same house mm-hmm. for like more than three days. So, um, okay. but I kind of actually like don't mind it. Like I obviously miss my dad, but being here, like, mm-hmm. I feel like I kind of have a more set routine and I don't have to stress about going to the next house the next day or packing my stuff and making sure I have everything I need for school. It's kind of like I'm here and I don't have to, like, leave. Okay. And Jordan, how about you? From a family perspective. Wait, about my experience or just family? Well, 
like, what's different now since this whole, since we've been isolated and self-quarantined in our homes from a family uh, perspective, what's, what's different um, in your world? And, and, you know, tell us a little bit about that. Um, well, I live on campus, lived on campus um, the full year this year. So I would try to come home sometimes when I could, when I did live on campus. Um, but at first, I was a little nervous about being home for six months mm-hmm. um, instead of four. But I mean, it is nice to be with my family more. I mean, even though we are driving each other crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like obviously I'm in a more safe environment than being at school. Um, because there's a lot of more people there, mm-hmm. but yeah, I would, I like being with my family more. I, I can't remember the last time, like in the last couple of, in the last week, especially, I think we sat down more together as a family to have dinner and actually have conversations that, yeah. Are you and I think that's something, Jordan, or that's not me. Oh, okay. I'm just curious. It sounds like it's down the hall. Um, like we don't normally do that because you're not here. And then when you would come home, you and Marissa would kind of like fight over the attention, right? Like because Marissa got used to being by herself, and then yeah. you would leave, and and she's like, "I miss Jordan." And so, what is your what? How about that? Like, I also can we talk think about that. Another thing is, you know, since I am home. T- basically 24 hours of the day unless I, I might go drive around for an hour or two mm-hmm. um I'm like over my phone by like the sixth hour there's nothing to do um I struggle from anxiety so being on my social media where all twitter is trending COVID-19 everyone's posting on Instagram about COVID-19 people are TikToking about COVID-19 it's like I can't, I can't watch that or like look at that because it'll drive me insane. Mm-hmm. So by the time you guys come home for dinner, um, I don't really use my phone. I haven't really been on my phone, which is not like me. But a lot of the times you guys will call me and I won't answer. And you're like, where's your phone? I'm like, I don't have it. And it's been like mm-hmm. a shock to you guys because it's like, oh, you're not glued to your phone. But I think and- that it's like, helpful toward the family time because Mm -hmm. there's nothing to look at on social media okay and it's funny because now paul and i are glued to our phones because we both run hotels and we you know we have potential um guests in our hotel that are that don't have a place to live right now because they've been you know uh displaced because of this whole pandemic and so now it's it's funny um Marissa, what did what did you propose to the family today? Can you talk about that? About um, um, just having some time. So, what I said was, one day on the weekend we should have like no electronic day because we're always glued to our phones, to the TV, to our iPads, and it's not good for us. But since my parents have a hotel that they, that well other people in that hotel or the people who work with them need help, they need to be on the phone in case of any emergency. Right. And and you know that it's not that we we love spending time with you, it's just that right now this is what we have to do as yeah. our part, right? So yeah, we're going through a crisis right now. Mm-hmm. I know. And what's for me, the, at first I was so stressed and I know that everyone on this call, um, that, uh, you know, Patricia and Jordan and me and even Marissa, we all deal with some level of anxiety. Would you agree? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so it, it's been really, it's been tough. And the first couple of days I was very, very stressed about it. And, you know, we all worry, I worry about now, not only the fact that I had to lay off and and have 95% of my 
associates that work for me not working. Um, I worry about my job and my husband's job and how we're going to take care of everybody. But the thing, the one thing that has kept me going is that everybody's going through this at the same time. It's not like I got fired because um, I didn't do my job or I'm worried that I'm going to get fired because I didn't do my job. It's, you know, are we going to lose our jobs because we can't even leave our homes, you know? And but knowing that it's not just our family or your family, Patricia, you know, it's, it is the whole country and other parts of the world. And it makes me feel a little better. And, it, and I almost feel like something's telling us that we need to slow it down, take a step back and, and rethink of the way we're going to go about our lives. I don't know if you guys feel like that, but that's, that's the one thing that has kept my stress level down this past week. It's not just us. It's everybody. Yeah, I agree. I think that we all like, we're in the same position. So like, no matter what, like we're all going through it together kind of. Mm -hmm. And like, it's like, yes, things are going to be different after this whole thing. Like, but we're going to all like work back to getting back to normal, like together. Like it's not just one person right? going through it. I have to wonder, um, like what will our new normal be? You know, will, will we do, will we go back to exactly the way things were or are we going to do more things where, you know what, kids can learn from home or, you know, will we, will we have to go to all these places to have, you know, to go to church? You can't even go to church anymore. They're, mm-hmm. they're broadcasting them over, you know, Skype or uh, Zoom or whatever. And I just have to wonder how many things are going to be changed. It's like we've been, we were pushed and so quickly we were able to adapt. You're talking two weeks. We're going into our third week and we've got the entire state of New Jersey and the on, um, you know, homeschooling through Google Classroom, right? The majority of us. Um, we're just doing things like we never, ever imagined we would. We're doing this podcast now. Normally, the last two times I sat in the studio, which is an amazing studio. But now, I, you know, we're doing it on the phone so that I can have everyone together because we can't have groups of more than five right now. What do you see changing, Patricia, um, when this all is over? I, I agree with you. I think that there will be a lot of more people that, like, reconsider like homeschooling and stuff because like it's a new normal now and I don't know if people want to have to like readjust again Mm -hmm. I don't really know like I know there's going to be a big economic thing Mm because everyone's out of their jobs and stuff like I'm worried about like people who don't have a job now like they're going to re-get their job like Mm -hmm. I'm like it's like everyone is in their own like different situation and it's just going to be weird getting everyone back to the way they're supposed to be so how are you keeping yourself from um being really stressed or having increased anxiety over this is there anything that you're doing yeah um I'm making like a list of things I can do like to distract myself because like they're like different like um things like I have painting I can do I can read I can go for a run um watching movies like playing with my dog like stuff like that Mm -hmm. that kind of just gets my mind off everything and keeps me away from my phone and like the news and everything that's going on that like makes me feel normal okay Jordan how about you my thought with dealing with anxiety I just say to myself, and I distract myself. Um, I don't use my phone that much. I don't watch the news anymore. Uh, I don't really go on social media. And the second that I see more than four po- posts in a row about this, I just turn off the app. And yeah, I've just been watching a lot of TV and okay. being with my dog. Mm-hmm. 
Marissa, how about you, honey? Um, so I think some like I don't have a lot of anxiety. I'm just I just don't want to get it, but I'm sorry for the people who are either in a place that they can get it or they have it because you don't know what's going to happen and they don't know if like anything bad's going to happen to them and I'm really sorry for how they got it or if they have it but I really hope for the best for them because mm-hmm. no matter who it is I really don't want to see anybody getting hurt and to take my mind off of that is to either play to either be with my dog or do dance because that's something that gets my mind off of everything it just makes me feel better and happier because dance is something I really love and it's something I'll always Mm -hmm. do for a long time and it just it brings it brings sadness away or it does anything it can help me with anything that I do okay and, and what is, I want can you ask, I want okay, go ahead. I want to say something for Trisha because I I would think that it's hard that she can't do the things that she would do like pick out a college, have prom, graduate, and I feel like it's hard for her because she was looking forward to doing those things, but now she can't do it. And I feel sad for her because if I was in that situation, I would feel the same way that she feels now because I would actually be a little upset because now I could like I wouldn't be able to pick my college that I want to go to. I wouldn't have a like as good as an experience if I was at the college. And I can't graduate, so it would be hard for mm-hmm. me to do that as well if I was in that same situation as Trisha is in right now. Okay. Oh. That, that was, was sweet. So sweet. Thank you, Riz. You're welcome. Uh, I, I have to say the one thing I miss the most, I mean, I'm fortunate that I have you know, my family, we're all here, but I miss, you know, getting together with you, Patricia and, and your dad and just hanging out at the house and playing yeah, whatever, um, heads up or, you know, mm-hmm. name that tune and sitting by the fire pit. And I, I think for me, I just can't wait to be able to have that social contact to get, you know, like I'm a yeah. hugger. So I, <laughs> if I, I hate that I can't hug anybody. Um, yeah. or, and see them. It's just, it's really tough. So I'm looking forward to that all passing because I need to see you guys. So, I miss you guys. I uh, miss you too. Do, um, does anybody else have anything that they want to talk about for this or anything yeah, else that you think might help some people? You never asked about me. <laughs> yeah, I did. No, you didn't ask about the college experience and how it's changed. Okay. You're right. Sorry. Um, okay. So let's talk about your college experience because now you have, so they extended your um, spring break and then we had to move you out and now you're back home and you have to do your courses online, correct? Yep. All right. So tell us a little bit about that. I'm sorry. Um, I think obviously it would be a lot harder if I was in Trisha's shoes because I know like I think it hits more when you're like a freshman. You're like, oh my God, I can't wait to graduate. I can't wait to go to prom and everything. And like, I don't know what I would do if I was in that boat. Um, But I know with being in college, it's also a lot harder to like be like, damn, like I'm really like done. And I know that with me, um, especially spring semester, um, Mm -hmm. I worked a lot like 
I was barely in my room. I was, I'm very work oriented, school oriented, education wise. And, um, I remember first hearing about it. I was like, oh, I hope like it doesn't get as bad over here and everything. And then, um, hearing that like our school was closing, I started crying. Um, mm-hmm. when I found out we, I was actually in my English class when I found out. And I had to leave because I was crying and someone was like, what's wrong? And I said, everything is going to change. And before I found out that my sister's school was closing, I was like, I am going to have absolutely no job. And for someone who does work a lot, that was like a big fear for me because I do have a lot of things that like I work for. Um, So that was like a big fear for me. And I wasn't too worried about the classes. Um because a lot of the time like the work is we have a week a week and a half two weeks to do it Mm -hmm. um so when they first told us that we were leaving they said that they extended our spring break because it was actually midterm week when we found out and they extended our spring break until march 24th and then they gave us two weeks until april 14th right after easter to do online classes. And they said they would reassess the situation April 10th. And I remember talking with all my friends and we were like, we're not coming back. Like we're not coming back. And I actually work in the dorms. So I got to see firsthand how this changed a lot of people's views. And a lot of people were scared and I work with freshmen. So this is obviously like the first time they're on their own and this is Mm -hmm. happening. And I was really like, I was really close with a lot of people that I worked with or the residents that lived in my building and so a lot of times they would come down and just ask me questions and it was hard because they think that because you're a desk assistant you know everything Mm -hmm. um and I didn't know anything I was I knew just as much as they did and I couldn't leave campus until that Saturday that was the last day you had to leave and just seeing everyone move out it was so sad um because it was only March and um And I was like, where are you guys going? Like, we're coming back. And I think everyone underestimated how big and serious it would be. And um, so the day I left, I actually cried because I was like, wow, this really might be the last day that I'm going to be on Mm -hmm. campus with all my friends. And, you know, I don't have friends here. Um, All my friends live in South Jersey. My boyfriend lives in Florida. My best friend lives in Oklahoma. So it's just a hard time right now. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I'm pretty sure. And what's your other job? Aside from the school, where else did were you working? I also have a job at a hotel as well as a front desk agent. I was part-time there um, because obviously school comes first. So I had gotten that second job at school, which was a desk assistant, to just put a little more extra money in my pocket. Mm-hmm. And so when my hours kind of got reduced at the hotel due to slow times, I had picked up a lot of more hours at my school job. Like I, I was always working like the most I could work. And so it was just a big change for me. And then finding out that we actually weren't coming back to school was really sad because no offense, but like I miss school and it's crazy. Cause you would never think you would say that, mm-hmm. but I miss school so much. I just feel that I was more independent and responsible there than I am here. Um, I was on a very good schedule, wake up, go to class, do this, do that, go to work, eat, do laundry. Like I did laundry every Sunday in here. It's like, oh, I could do it tomorrow. I could do it tomorrow. Oh, I'll do it tomorrow. And so I just missed that schedule that I had being at school. And I love being home, but if I could go back to school right now. I would. What's so, the first thing you're going to do when you can, when we can uh, be out and about? Get my nails done. <laughs> okay. Um, nope. I said yep. the first thing. Marissa, how about you? Um, if I were. The well, first thing, if when we can, when we can be out again. Um, if we were out during the summertime, like. Literally, if we were out during the summertime, I'd probably just jump into the pool if it was open because that's the one okay. thing I miss most about, <laughs> about, um, about, well, about my backyard. 
But if I were to do something, like go somewhere, um, probably the first place I would want to go is to my grandma's house because I really miss her a lot. Mm -hmm. And all I've got to do is to talk to her on the phone, and I haven't done that much lately. So if I went to go see her right now, it would actually be really nice because I miss her so much and she means a lot to me. Oh, I know I, I miss her think, too. I also think another sad thing, um, and I feel like Trisha can also relate, um, was like that last day that you left school, you didn't think it would be the last time that you would see your friends. I don't know. You felt mm-hmm. like that too, Trisha. Yeah. And um, with my school, obviously we had to move out in a span of a week because William Patterson is actually becoming a testing site for COVID-19 um, people, patients. And so we only had a week to move everything out. And it was actually really hard because a lot of my friends were on campus the same time that I was on campus. But it's like, I couldn't even like give them a hug goodbye. I couldn't even really say hi. Like, yeah, I said hi through the door because we all live right <laughs> next door to each other. But mm-hmm. um it was just very weird, like, especially because the whole move-out process is, oh, you wake up one day in May, and it's like, okay, it's time to leave, and it was very weird being home and, like, damn, like, I have to go to school and, like, move everything out, and I can't even say goodbye to my friends, and, or let alone, like, I have other family. I have another little sister that I can't see who calls me all the time asking me to come over. Um, it's just hard, but... And also, as college students who's 20 and whatever, you make a lot of plans because you don't, you obviously no one expected this to happen. And it's like selfish in a way that you're like, oh my God, I really want to go. But it's also like, just like, I don't know, it's like you're trying to get back to like that new normal or going back to a normal life or whatever. Right. So, Patricia, what are you going to do? Um, probably hang out with my friends because I haven't seen them in forever. Okay. Yeah. I think I want to have a big party. Yeah. We beat Corona. <laughs> Gotta make sure we have Corona. Oh, heck no. Corona here. I know what you're talking about, but, um, okay. And this is just a little PSA to anyone who watches this. Well, will, will it be out while this whole thing is still going on? Say that again? Will this be released while we're still in quarantine? Oh, this podcast? Yeah. I don't know. But I have to let you know. Well, if it is, and you guys are watching, just Listening. stay home. Just stay <laughs> home. It's okay if you have to go make some money. Like, I've been door dashing with protective gear just to make a little extra money in my pocket. And if you want to go on a drive around town, go on a drive around town. But for the people who are complaining that they want a summer and that they want to be able to do things are the people that are going out and not following the rules. And this could be over with in maybe three weeks if people, or not over with, but slowed down and controlled, if people mm-hmm. just stay in. And honestly, quarantine life has shown me what is really not important to buy, to have. Like, I'm saving so much money from just staying in the house 24-7. And so people just follow the rules. We can have a summer. But if people are still selfish and do and go throw some corona parties, which people are doing, then we won't be able to have a summer and have a celebration that corona is over. So just stay in your house. And yeah, because I need to go back to school in August. Okay, I need you to go back to school. Yep, feeling special. Um, <laughs> so, well, I'm hoping that um, this helped you guys, and I, I appreciate, um, you know. Oh, yes. Can, can I say something? Of course. So, it's, it's actually hard for me not seeing my friends as well, because I got to see them two weeks ago. And I don't really get to see them anymore unless I FaceTime them. But I 
like I can't have play dates with them at all because we had to stay in our own houses and we had to be safe. And if I was able to have a play date with them or mm-hmm. go to their house or see them, that would be really nice for me. But since I don't get to see people from school, it actually makes me really sad because I miss just being with my friends and having fun. And I really miss a lot of people in my school because they, well, they're my friends and they're nice and they can help me get through things if I don't. Like, if I can't get to them. And the, the morning care and aftercare teachers is who I also miss because they're really fun and they're really nice. And I miss Mr. Freddie the most because he's I know, a we really should call nice Because te- he's a really fun and active teacher and... I really miss just seeing him in the morning when they go to morning care. And I miss seeing him in the afternoon after school ends. And it's really weird just not being at school because you don't, like, do the same things. Like, here, you wake up and you just get right to work. But when you're at school... Like, I wake up, I had to get ready, I go to morning care, and then I had to wait for school to start. Mm -hmm. And the day is different because I'm just doing work all day. But when I'm at school, I had to unpack, then I had to do morning work, and then I had to do work until lunchtime, which is at 12 o'clock. And sometimes I have um, Miss Agnello's. She helps me with math and it's also weird not seeing her. Well, I'm going to work at, on a schedule for you. And it's weird not seeing her at 11.30 till 12 o'clock. Because here <laughs> I'm just still working until 12 o'clock. And that's when I have lunch. But then I had to get right back to work like I would at school. But here sometimes I finish my work and I don't have to do that much. But when I'm at school, I have to do math. And it's really tiring just doing all that work. Mm-hmm. But I still really miss going to school because it actually it helps me a lot. And when I'm here, I don't really get that same experience that I would if I were at school. So I actually miss okay. being at school because I miss the people. And I miss doing what my usual schedule is, like Jordan said. And it's weird. Well, just remember this conversation when we go back yep. to school. I think we might not that, well, even ever go back to school. you'll go back, but we may not. I but think, listen, we have been talking for an hour. Wait, I just want to say one more thing. I also feel bad because okay. um, what Trisha said, I was actually surprised because I don't really know a lot of people still in high school. Um, I only know like my sister and her friends. And I was mm-hmm. actually surprised that they don't do virtual classes because um, mm-hmm. they're definitely, this is the way that you can do it. And I know that like with college, um, obviously the professors have the choice to do virtual classroom or directions. And I know a lot of my professors are doing once a week because my classes are twice a week. That one, one, let's say Tuesday is we meet online at 11 a.m. They take attendance. And then another, that next Thursday is, we just work and like I don't think I would be able to get through it if I didn't have that instruction from the professor and I know a lot of debate in universities right now because I'm fortunate we're all fortunate on this call to have a laptop and to have wi-fi in the house and I know a lot of people actually who don't have that and so now a, a big thing that they're doing in campuses is a pass fail option which I think is one of the best things they've done since this happened which is a choice and you could do it per class. So if you don't think that you want, you don't want that grade to affect your GPA because that's what college is all about. You can just put a P or an F um, mm-hmm. instead of getting an A through F. Okay. So that's another thing to look at Trisha is the way mm-hmm. they handled the grading system. Yeah. And also another big 
um, thing was refunds. And I know I've talked a lot about my mother with, with my mother about that, um, was because, mm-hmm. you know, we paid for a lot of money for dorming and meal plans and everything like that. Um, obviously we can't get refunded for classes cause we're still doing it, but we're not in yeah. a dorm. So also look at that and look how they're handling the refunds for the colleges and everything like that. That's all I have to say. Can, can I so, say oh, no, something? Marissa, Marissa. Oh, so Marissa. So what? listen, we'll maybe we'll schedule another call, but I, I wanted to, Thank you guys for being on the call. And I'm hoping that this does come out while we're still going through this and, and hopefully it'll help some, some people that are listening. Cause I know this is a hard time for everybody. Mm. Okay. So thank you guys. Thank you. Anytime. You're welcome. Okay. Love you guys. Love, love you. Guys. Bye. Bye. Never alone again. Domestic Violence Organization and Resource Center is a 501c3 nonprofit organization that was created in 1999 to offer empathetic support for victims of domestic abuse. Motivated by personal experience and the awareness of a need for a safe haven, NAG was developed. We are a nonprofit organization that is dedicated to providing high quality, and individually tailored support services to victims and survivors of domestic violence abuse and families in need. www.neveraloneagain.org